Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. I woke up early this morning and I went for a walk before work, which is just unheard of for me i'm telling you the weather (laughs) changes everything like it is wild to think that but it really does have a massive effect on it really does it almost seems unfair because it's like i could have been thriving for the last three months (laughs) if it was just like 65 and sunny outside but you know mother nature had to do her worst yeah the weather is always you want what you can't have though when it's sweltering in a few months or we'll we will literally be like i fucking can't wait for fall and then in the fall we're like why do we live here i want the summer i actually had i had like a, a moment yesterday i had like a like a that's so raven like mind hole where Love i was that. like in a few months like i'm gonna be sweating and the air conditioning is gonna be blasting and i'm gonna be similarly miserable whatever i'm just taking it day by day you know living it up um (laughs) sadly not in the summer house but guys don't go anywhere after we recap our shows we have an interview with toya bush harris from married to medicine which was very fun she (laughs) she did the interview from her luxurious beautiful pool which Mm -hmm. made us very jealous uh but it's a great interview so stick around before we dive into this episode we have some very exciting things to talk about this tuesday in honor of betches 10th birthday we are relaunching the at betches podcast with the betches co-founders sammy aileen and jordana they're going to be talking about all the behind the scenes stories of how they started betches and everything that's gone down over the years so you're not going to want to miss that And also on Tuesday, we have some exciting things coming to Betches.com. So don't forget to check out our website and also Betches on Instagram. It's going to be a big day, so don't miss out. In the meantime, let's talk about Summer House. Uh, I mean, after last week's whopper of an episode, they really had a tough act to follow. And this week was another pretty interesting one. A lot happened. Carl is mostly gone for this episode which i did miss him but he's back i guess it's funny i didn't think about the fact that he would have to quarantine like in his room in the house right at first i was like oh my god are they all gonna run up to him and then it was like a lot of emotions in one i was like wait why aren't they and then i was like oh my god they probably were told like when he came like don't go near him you know whatever but I have to say, though, that as much as Hannah and Kyle have been fighting and Lindsay and her boyfriend, thank God for that, because they are stuck in the house. And like we wouldn't have much to talk about if these things weren't occurring. So you know what? They have this on their back is all I, I say. I personally enjoy any kind of Lindsay drama. That's my favorite kind of drama. I It's interesting when you're talking about what else is going on in the house. Obviously, we have Hannah and Amanda's dynamic, which is right. a whole thing, and her the stuff with Kyle. 
But it's interesting now that we've kind of moved on from this Luke love triangle. I feel like Luke is barely even in the conversation. Like, wait, literally, like he was going only strong. Time, like <laughs> the only time he really got mentioned this week was when Sierra was like, "Yeah, I don't want to give him mixed signals. We're friends." <laughs> Sierra's a queen, but I I think it's crazy that all of a sudden they this segue was kind of very fast. All of a sudden, Hannah goes. Des like slid into my DMs and uh, she didn't do anything because she didn't know what was going to happen with Luke. So her current fiance, which is amazing, is was like her side option to see yeah. what was going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious how much of that is like production kind of being like, OK, so this is the timeline, right? Like this is when you got because I mean. I'm glad they're addressing it on the show, but I'm not positive that it's like a hundred percent accurate, but I, it was weird at the beginning of the season, like knowing that she and Des are serious now. It's like, wait, are we just going to pretend that he doesn't exist? And I'm glad that they're not like we see in the like mid season preview that he's come, that he comes to the house, which I wasn't expecting. And yeah. Did they just like open this up now? It's an, like we're well, quarantining, but now the anyone funny can thing come. about the funny thing about Des coming to the house, to the house is that it makes it clear that Perry really did not want to come to the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even have to stay the whole time. <laughs> right. But the thing is like, I said this in the beginning. I remember when I was like, I wonder if production each gave them like, okay, you can have one person come visit almost right? like the real world, old school, real world where they can have like a visitor for the weekend. But like it looks, it seems that way. Maybe Des took Stravi's spot in the house. Like maybe they had a certain amount of COVID (laughs) tests allocated. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. It's, it it is an interesting dynamic though. I'm glad we're getting into it. Um, So let's go back to Lindsay and Steven. Oh gosh. gosh. So Steven is gone. Lindsay, it's kind of the aftermath that night. Paige says it's the day from hell. Kyle is crying kind of. Yep. I was confused. I thought he was crying because he felt bad for Carl. He was crying because he felt bad for Steven. And And I was like, huh? And Lindsay's basically like, why are you sorry? Like, what he did is pathetic. Like, to leave on my birthday without even saying goodbye, which I sort of agree with. I know Lindsay is a lot. I don't think she's, like, 100% in the right here. But, like, it is kind of pathetic to leave on her birthday without saying goodbye. Let a, forget it was her birthday. The way he left was pathetic. But also, it's not. We're not talking about. We've all been at a bar late night where your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever leaves you, or you leave and you want them to run after you. That that's whatever. This he literally got in a car and drove like hours back to where he was. So this is like ba- this was bad. I would say like no yeah. coming back from that on my in it to me. But he tried coming back. <laughs> with what we shall call his PowerPoint presentation. And I agree with Paige in the sense that if someone sent this to me, there I would I don't I don't know what I would do, to be honest. But Lindsay sent a text saying I'll review. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, the PowerPoint is weird because it's like Lindsay uh, clearly they had clearly had a conversation prior to her birthday about right. kind of working through their issues and, you know, putting in some effort to to like figure out what their problems were how to fix it but like i don't think she meant send me a powerpoint presentation and certainly not after they had already basically broken up 
it was the PowerPoint was so detailed in the sense that there was a background there, like a, like an actual background color. There were bullet points. There were two lists. It was very detailed. Like Dylan, you asked me if it was petty or if he was serious. And to be honest, I do not have an answer. Like I, I want to say probably a little bit of both because at this point I feel like he knows they're done, but guys to me like that aren't petty. Like, that means you actually took the time and me and like did this like you made this that's weird well, right and to me the like this sort of uh, the worst thing about it is on this potential solutions slide which i took a <laughs> screenshot of he has a whole list of to-dos for himself and also things that Lindsay needs to do. And it's no, like, thank you. it's like, Lindsay doesn't want to talk to you right now. Why do you think she's going to do a list? You know, um, look back at last couple weeks and see if you honestly feel you set us up for success in this situation. Like that is such a loaded thing because he obviously says the, he know like the answer is no. According to him, don't attack Steven in conversations, take a hard look at the, at can the resentment be overcome? Like, <laughs> and then and his, his side is like, offer more help, express feelings, express gratitude. Don't leave. And it's like, guys, <laughs> he has a, he has a sub bullet point, a sub bullet point in which it says in the same place, if in the same place during a work day, try to have lunch together. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That me, I, I can't. This is a lot. And then, but the sub, the sub bullet from that, the actual bullet was carve out time before or after work outside of Summer House to connect with Lindsay. Example, walking or getting coffee. So like, this is the detail I'm talking about. But the thing is, you guys, this is a relationship. This isn't like you interviewing, like to have an assistant. Like this is someone you're dating. This is very, very weird. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, Barry is not on team PowerPoint, and I, I kind of have to agree. I you, I just think it's like a little, it comes across as petty because I don't think either of them actually think this relationship is going to work. So it's like, right. why send the PowerPoint? Just right, and honestly, sex isn't even on here. Imagine when they have to schedule that after all of this time. Jesus, goodbye. No. Bye, Steven. <laughs> it was nice to have you. Yeah, I I don't think we're going to see him back at the house uh, for better or for worse. Um, Wait, also, I'm dying because they were like, did Lindsay think she was getting engaged tonight? Like, they actually all thought like Lindsay was like that more mad because they were confused if that's where she thought this dinner was actually going. But it is it's interesting. They're kind of making fun of her timeline and like they've only been together for a year. And it's like, okay, well, like, that's not I think that's fine to me. Well, also, like, I'm pretty sure Steven was aware of the timeline and, you know, Lindsay's not shy about saying what she needs from a relationship. So it's like, okay, maybe the timeline is ridiculous, but Steven knew. Right. Also, Um, the fact that we have to talk about the fact that Amanda and Hannah made up, but I don't know about you, but I thought it was very, we got to get this over with. They were in passing in the hallway and... I feel like they were like, okay, we already tried to sit down. And so that's not working. So they just kind of walked past each other and were like, hey, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Too. Uh, Amanda <laughs> was like, hey, hey, Hannah. Hey, Hannah. Sorry about the rose. <laughs> like, sorry, I threw the rose. It was like, I'm glad that they made up, but it was very like, okay, you didn't actually like no. unpack any of the stuff you said or did to each other. You just kind of were like, hey, sorry. Which Because is- to, 
to be honest, yeah, I also think that from both sides, especially Amanda, she's like, it's not worth it right now. Like we have to, we have to, we have to clear the air because it's awkward for the house. But right now, like we're not in a good place friendship wise. Yeah. And so we see later in the episode that Hannah and Amanda, I think have kind of gotten over the anger at each other for what specifically went down, but they still clearly have a big issue, which is that Hannah and Kyle hate each other and Amanda's in a tough position because, you know, Kyle is her fiance. Hannah is somebody that she wants to be friends with. And like, it's hard to want to be friends with somebody who is like your fiance's worst enemy. Right. But Paige did come in and say she defended Hannah one this one time where she did tell Kyle and Amanda, like, that's not how Hannah Hannah didn't mean to make a dig at your relationship. It came off that way, but that's not what she meant. And that kind of escalated the whole fight where she said, like, talk, you can talk to Amanda that way, but not me. But like Paige was trying to say that Hannah didn't mean it that way. But once something said, it's hard to like take back. I I hate that, but um sometimes in the situation it is. But it's it's just like this seems like a like a hamster wheel. It's never going to stop. They're not friends and they're always going to find something to like argue about. Like Hannah's not even in the room anymore. And, and Kyle's talking. It's very much, I got guys, we love the, the Bravo analogies. It's very Teresa and Jackie. Like they're not even there. Don't (laughs) talk about it. It's like, how are they affecting you? Just stop. Yeah. It's, it's hard because obviously not everybody is meant to be friends and get along, but it is, it's tough within this group because I do feel like Amanda and Hannah have like an actual friendship. It's like, I wish that Hannah and Kyle could get to a place where it was more, they just kind of tolerate each other and can coexist in a space because the toxicity is just like, there's no way like they don't, they are like, (laughs) to use another housewives classic they're like oil and water right now or as (laughs) Teresa would say they're like oil and vinegar like which is a great salad dressing they they just they're not on the same page and I feel like they could get on the same page but something something needs something's gotta give it's not we know that they're not going to be because like we talked about the other day Kyle is that Hannah said that Kyle's the only one that hasn't like congratulated her on her engagement, which to be yeah. honest, if they're not friends, I'm not surprised at that. And honestly, I don't, I don't think he should like, he's not going to fake it. He's not, they're not friends like, but that's current. So we know this is kind of where they stand right now. So I, so again, still wonder where Hannah and Amanda's friendship are. I'm really dying to know that in real life. But we'll see. We see, it's interesting because they're filming Winter House right now, but Hannah's not on it. So w- I'm sure there will be like references and like maybe they'll talk about it, but it'll be interesting to see them in that setting without her. But Paige is there and Sierra is there. I don't know. I'm, and I'm Lindsay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another show for us to talk about, you guys. Can there have been some wait? There have been some like sneak peek photos of them, like on a ski slope or whatever and i'm like and okay, Paige this is-, is serving looks <laughs> honey oh my god she belongs on the slopes calling all my honeys support for today's episode comes from honey love whether you're a bride a wedding guest or simply seeking everyday smoothing honey love is the go-to for all things shapewear 
Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honeylove. Let's pivot to below deck sailing quickly. Um, this episode was kind of crazy. Like this cast, I am pretty into. Like, I feel like they're all kind of down to clown. Like they yeah. are, they have their first like quote unquote night out, which is just them hanging out on the boat. And they got like fucked up. I was surprised. They were they got like beyond drunk, but guys, I really, really, really wanted to like Jean Luc. Like I don't not like him, but like you see him and you're like, ooh, tall extra tall glass of water. But you're like, oh God, you can't do your job and you can't handle your liquor like that. You got, I'm sorry, you gotta go. Like he drank an entire I... bottle of whiskey and threw up. And that's just not a good look. Like, especially when you're trying to impress the ladies, like go to sleep jail I have a hard time I have a hard time seeing him making it through the whole season <laughs> yeah, because he's that one well, it's like both episodes group. both episodes he's had issues getting his work done you know this episode we saw yeah. Gary be, basically being like hey Sydney why did why did you do this and she was like oh because he because JL did right and okay but also the pillow covers though it was really unfortunate that he had to like, we get what happened. Like you obviously waking up your boss and asking your boss for something is the last resort, but it turns out like it really wasn't his fault. Like the girls actually had them in the laundry room, which why would he know that? So that was just an unfortunate error that happened under him, which. Yeah, that was, I mean, that situation I thought was like, whatever. It it was funny because they like made a big deal out of foreshadowing it earlier in the episode. And then they're like, where are these covers? I'm like, they're in the bilge, but whatever. When they get really drunk though, like, they are all in one hot tub and all like seeming to have like a really good time. But we also have to say that Gary and Sydney did hook up. He is her boss and he made it very clear. Like he goes, this isn't a season thing. He goes, this is a, a one night stand. stand. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> your person you're hooking up with addressing it before you go. And then you're like, they're like this, just letting you know, this is a one night stand. I, Dude, like I know. I'm, sh- I'm trying to think if I've ever been in that situation. I've never I've been in plenty of one night stands. I've never been told you're very much aware that it's a one night stand. I've been in a situation where we're where we make clear that it's not like going anywhere, but there's a difference between that and like this is only happening once. Um I will say that night 
quote unquote night out looked very fun to me. I was like, I know they're because, all just like letting yes, off steam. Because Everybody it's your looks ideal. great. Exactly. Um, okay, we have to talk about Peta Gate and what is going down between Natasha and <clears throat> Daisy because their relationship is not getting off to a promising start. Um, so they're the guests are having are eating and there's like these little mini like pita breads with the with the meal and they want more. And Natasha says that the basket of pitas had 20 in it. And there's just no, I mean, a, 20 of those pita breads would be like a foot tall. Stack. Also, aside from them showing the basket, so we know there wasn't 20, she lied to Daisy and the Daisy was even taken back. She was like, there were 20. I'm sorry. Do you say there were 20 in there? That means, and she broke it down. She's like, that means each of the guests would have had to eat four, four. and they, they didn't. It, it, I didn't even come this back is, down the stairs yet. This is see, this is the below deck drama that I love to see because it is like something that in the real world doesn't matter at all. But in this specific like scenario where you're working on the boat and it's the chef and the chief stew, this is like, the shit that makes or breaks a working relationship and it's like natasha girl just make more and it's crazy because she she made the three that she had and that ended up being all they wanted anyway it wasn't like she needed to make a whole new batch okay so i've said i said this last episode and i you know i love being right and like continuing to see how my opinion goes throughout the season natasha messed up natasha messed up last episode too and it seems to be the same thing like exactly what you just said just do it. Why are you arguing slash lying? So just make the, just like last week with the breakfast, just make the breakfast they want. Why are you, do you have to have like this? Yeah. Like I'm the boss type of energy, which you're not. So far, actually, I think in terms of their working style, not their personalities, it seems like Natasha and Rachel from last season of Below Deck are maybe kind of similar and that they are super, from what we've seen, so it's only been one charter, mm-hmm. super capable at their job, but have a hard time with kind of any, not even criticism, but just kind of like working with others and like that relationship where they're kind of being told what to do. And in this situation, it's like nobody was telling Natasha like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? It's just like, hey, we need more. Like, Also, they weren't critiquing the actual food, which is what you should be concerned about. And they weren't. Like, they just wanted oh, more. A, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I feel like, I mean, of course, this job is super hard. I could never mm-hmm. do this. So I'm not like shading them. But you, you know on these charters that you're going to have guests that are asking for shit all the time. And in the grand scheme of things, this charter that they were just on was didn't seem to be like, a pain in the ass really right so it's like okay like getting like one request for something is not actually like crazy so yes. it's kind of like why are you getting mad like first of all don't shoot the messenger to begin with but also like even the guests weren't really asking for anything like out of line this get this charter is actually very sweet and like nice and it they were worried fun. about that, that because they that know glam about rock, that glam rock party actually <laughs> looked really fun i know but they those types of charter guests where they it, it their experience with like sailing or yachting or whatever are they are usually worried about and this one they were just very low low key whatever but okay so also gary did his due diligence and measured his bed and john luke's bed and was like being really nice and offered his bed because it was a yeah. few inches longer and john luke was like hell no i'm not sleeping with the captain and it's like dude what like you're not he's like He's like, I know I said I wasn't sleeping, but I'm still like, 
I, I know I said I wasn't getting sleep, but I'm still like, get, I'm get, getting sleep. And it's like, oh, my and I'm God. getting my job done. And Gary's like, mm, no, that's kind of why I measured the beds because like you're not getting it. But like he made it more awkward than it was. It wasn't like a weird thing. Ga- Captain Glenn doesn't want to sleep doesn't want to like have a slumber party with you guys it's just your cabin like it's just where you're sleeping <laughs> well but speaking of where they're sleeping oh yeah so gary gary is sharing a cabin with captain glenn which means he can't really bring anyone back so he and sydney decide to go in the guest cabin which we've seen this Sid- before so like you mentioned gary is sydney's superior mm-hmm. and sydney says like, are we allowed to do that? Is that okay? And he says, yeah, it's not a problem. So I'm curious to see. I mean, in the preview, we see there's definitely chatter about who was in the guest, at least the guest bathroom. But it's like, that would be a major issue, theoretically, that they slept in the guest cabin. So uh, yes, Dylan and I have our maritime law books right in front of us. And <laughs> it's not allowed to happen. <laughs> But actually, like- under section <laughs> section 182, paragraph C, you thou shalt not sleep in the guest cabin. Okay, but to be honest, Sydney seems like not a stage five clinger, so I feel like this is going to be okay. I could regret this statement, but it seems I, like they're yeah. gonna work out. Like- I have a feeling that like they'll be fine. Gary will probably be trying to hook up with somebody else by yeah. like episode four. He's so um, like he's so like handsome. I'm not sure my type like, but handsome i don't know that i don't know if he i like he's not a bad looking guy but i think it's funny that he's like oh yeah like all the girls on this boat are so hot and it's like you're you're not like all that i guess in the I yachting know. world it's different exactly like, he's like a hottie for a yachty <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh, (laughs) guys, stay tuned for our interview with Toya. She spills some tea and also watch Married to Medicine. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, everyone, we are now joined by the Married to Medicine OG, Toya Bush-Harris. Toya, hello. How are you? Oh, I'm very well. Thank you. I can't believe I'm an OG. (laughs) (laughs) It is fun to have that title. Eight seasons. How does it feel? (laughs) Yes, eight seasons strong. I'm so excited for Married to Medicine for eight seasons. I mean, when I tell you, we have worked so hard. We really have. And it's been amazing. It has been just like a roller coaster ride, but it's been fun the whole time. Okay. So we see right off the bat in the season premiere, things are very different with the pandemic, with everything that's been going on with Black Lives Matter. Uh, What was it like filming this season? Did it feel different with all the COVID stuff in place? Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Oh, it was very different. When I tell you, I just watched episode two and I was like, I'm awful. <laughs> we had a whole mask on. I can't believe people could even understand us. I mean, they need to now start making masks with microphones in them. It was crazy. I mean, 
makeup artists, they only need to do half our face now. It's just, it, it makes no sense. I mean, we barely went to any restaurants. So most of the filming took place in our homes. We had to be COVID tested every two seconds. So you're going to notice that everyone is saying things like, so you've been COVID tested, right? <laughs> and it's crazy because every episode, every show I watch now is like everybody saying, so you were COVID tested? So when did you get COVID tested? <laughs> yeah, that is, I feel like the top conversations that we've been seeing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like, and, and, and it's almost like we're protecting ourselves, but we're also protecting ourselves from the media because we don't want the media to kill us, you know, and say, oh, look at them. Right. They're, you know, they know better. They, they shouldn't be doing that, you know, but that's what it's about now. It's like, we have to be sure that we don't look crazy for not having a mask on, for not having a shield on, you know, for, mm -hmm. for just being normal. So it was a very different season. Totally. There's been on all the other shows that we're watching too. Everyone's like, how are they going out to eat? How are they doing this? But we've talked to other um, women on Bravo too, where they tell us they are, you guys really are tested so Girls. frequently because you have a job to do and it, you have to also make sure the crew is safe as well for our viewing pleasure. So we thank you. For that. Yes. They had to literally come in and clean our home. Well, I wouldn't mind that. It was, Oh no, no, no. Wipe it down, baby. Go ahead. They were lights falling everywhere. They were Clorox. Now, like, yes, do it. Do it. Have at it. <laughs> I know. Right. Going off that also traveling is very different this year and continuing to do so. Can we expect to see any couples trip? Honey, did you see me post a private jet? <laughs> <laughs> when was it though? Girl, check my IG. Okay. All I can say is this season, it was fun. We had, we, we figured it out. <laughs> I love it. Cleaning crew, PJs. It's amazing. It's not married to medicine without a couple's trip. So <laughs> uh, now I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to say it was a couple's trip. I'm going to say it was some form of a trip. <laughs> great. Great. That's <laughs> That's all I need. I'm curious with your show specifically, all of the couples really put everything out there and you and Eugene seem to have one of the best marriages on Bravo. I have to say, Aww. how, how has it, has it been challenging, you know, with some of the stuff that you have put out there on camera or how, how do you guys kind of separate that from your personal life? Let me tell you something. I think God prepared us because before we were on Bravo, one of our problems were we put too much of our business out there. We would literally have our friends tell us, y'all make us uncomfortable. And we were like, well, we don't do it on purpose, but we're tired of seeing you guys argue. We're tired of seeing you guys go back and forth. We're can, can you guys just not show us everything? And we're like, but we don't do it on purpose. We're sorry. I mean, don't get me wrong. We wouldn't argue about like major things. We would argue about what bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. We're arguing about, you know, and, and everything was just like some type of back and forth between us because we just, we're, we're like that. You know, we're, we're like Bonnie and Clyde. We're like peanut butter and jelly. And so we just, we like to banter. And so when we came on the show, it was normal for us. And so it's, it was like, literally, we're just being ourselves. We joke. Oh, and, and Pete, like, he's shading her or wow. It's like, no, we really talk shit to each other. We talk shit with our kids. You know, we have to film. You see, my kids shade me all the time. You're like, Mom, daddy can cook better than you. you know, we, we have fun in this household. 
it really is just uncomfortable, you know, and being ourselves. Well, that's good. Honestly, I appreciate when couples are themselves because you are the type of couple people strive to be as opposed to like questioning others like behaviors, you know, where it's like, is that authentic? Is that the type of couple I want to be? I'm not sure. But in the premiere, we get to see Patron Toya, which was very (laughs) fun and exciting. I loved seeing the meter go up. Did you have any regrets watching the episode or were you just having fun? So, okay. When I saw the episode, I sent it to Eugene and I said, what do you think? And he said, Toya, he said, look, (laughs) I've always told you, he said, you're either, he said, the Patron monster or you're happy Patron. (laughs) He said, one or the other. He said, so really and truly, he said, you were, he said, you were coming out of COVID. He said, and you were like, look, let's turn up, let's have fun. And then here they are rehashing stuff from months ago. You're like, this is not fun. (laughs) Or, you know, he was like, and you were buzzed. And what y'all did not see was literally we had a whole big old bottle of boob in the closet beforehand. (laughs) It was not Patron, honey. Patron does not do it. It's the bubbly. I relate to that. I relate to that. It's a silent killer. (laughs) But it is it is funny because seeing that scene, you were like you're like, no, nah, I'm not dealing with this conversation that we've clearly talked about multiple times. Like, I'm here to have fun. And you, it was like you guys were at two different parties. So yeah. I understood where you were coming from in that sense. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine being in your house for months, not doing anything? You finally get the opportunity to dress up, put on some makeup, have fun. You know what I mean? And, and then you get to someone's house. They have crab legs. They have, you know, drinks and these ladies are like, so you haven't called me and I don't know how long. I was like, are we serious? Like, you can't. I wasn't expecting just like, I, I couldn't take it. I, I, I couldn't. Not right now. Not right now. So on the bus to this party, we got our first introduction to Miss Anila, who's on the cast this season, who's your friend, I know. How do you feel about her being in the cast? How did she gel with the group? Tell us what we can expect from her this season. I mean, you know what? In the beginning, it's going to be rough. <laughs> but it's rough with every new cast member on Married to Medicine. I think that we, we put them through a hazing period, you know? And, and I hate to say it. It's always the same individuals. I hate to say it. You know, it, it was difficult for Anila. But Anila came through with shining colors. She brought a lot of laughter later. We embraced her. We embraced her culture. And so you're going to see a great season with Amila. Would that be maybe like a heavenly and a Contessa if we're talking about the hazing process? <laughs> I just got to say this. Her mother named her that probably because she was hoping that she would be heavenly. <laughs> and Contessa... <laughs> you know, heavenly is always on a spiritual journey. So you never know where it's going to end exactly. up. Exactly, <laughs> And that journey may lead her above and it may not, you know, you just never know. (laughs) That's a beautiful segue into my next question. How do you generally feel about where you stand with the group as of now? I would say right now we are all in a great place. I would say that it took a lot. It took a lot this season to get there. It was great though, because I think that a lot of things needed to be hashed out 
out and not a lot of things needed to be said. Mm-hmm. And I think for years I allowed people to um, use me as their punching bag and the shade me on the sly and say little things. And I think to be honest, I think that that was my fault. You know, it's not like I came on to Married to Medicine and I was boasting about, you know, my career before I was a housewife. I, I never came on and was like, hey, guys, I have two degrees. And, you know, I was um, in the corporate world working for Fortune 500 companies. So, hey, respect me. That was never me. I was just excited about being a housewife, excited about, you know, being in love with my husband and my children and where I was. And I think some of these women didn't respect that because that wasn't their career choice. And I think that it caused a lot of banter between us. And I, and I think now we are at a place where I'm making them respect where I am. And I'm showing the world that, look, you know, there's there's a part of Toya that just was never said, you know, and now I think people need to understand that, you know, here, look, look, we are all on a show. You know, and there's a reason why when that show comes on, is they they say my name, you know, Toya, you know, and and there's a reason why I'm an OG. I think that's that's so real because your show, obviously, there's the doctors and the wives, and it's two important components, but it's not one over the other when you're watching the show. It's not like oh, like the doctors are like doing their important thing, and then the wives are just like you know doing nothing. It's like it's it really is a group where every piece is important. Absolutely, absolutely, and I and I think sometimes what you have is you have a lot of the wives who find themselves trying to measure up. They find themselves trying so hard to make sure that they they let, you know, the the doctors know that, hey, I, I've had a career. Hey, I've been, you know, I, 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 I'm an educated too, but it's like, look, I don't have to prove anything to anyone, you know, because I know my background. I know my history. And the only people that really matter, to be honest, is my husband, my children, you know, and really and truly, those are the only people who I I value their opinion. You know, this group of ladies are my friends. And I, at this point, if you're my friend, you're going to lift me up. You're not going to tear me down. And so now I'm letting them know, look, you know, to, to earn my friendship and my trust, well, you got to show me that you're not trying to tear me down as a person and as a woman. Toya, you're so motivating. <laughs> I like. <laughs> Speaking of, we have two two wives from seasons past coming back this season. We have Carrie, obviously you're, you've always been friends with Carrie and also Lisa Nicole is returning a little bit this season. How did you feel about them being back in the mix? You know, I have never left Carrie out of the mix. Carrie has always been a very supportive wife friend. Um, I've always invited her to all my parties. I love, I enjoy her. Her shade is real. She's just amazing. Lisa Nicole, I was happy to invite her back to come along and be, you know, become a friend again to the group. You know, I honestly, I felt like I was a little nervous inviting her in the past because I just didn't want the ladies to hurt her again. I didn't want us to hurt her again, you know, but she came back this season and you're going to see, she came back with fire. She was just amazing. We had so much fun. They just proved that they belong. And it was just a great season. It was necessary. It was like, do you remember back when we went to New Orleans as a group and it was like everyone just had so much fun and they fit? That was like this season. Lisa Nicole fit right in. Carrie fit right in. And it was just so much shade, but it was just so much fun. It was great. 
I feel like Lisa Nicole before didn't always get a fair shake. Like people kind of dragged her for no reason. <laughs> she didn't. And this season they was trying not to give her a fair shake either. Please believe they was trying her. They tried her. Oh yes. Oh yeah. They tried to bring up justice for Lisa Nicole. <laughs> yes. They love to bring up the old, you know, that makes me happy because although we love when everyone gets along, we do love a little drama as well. So I'm excited for that, but Um, we're going to actually play a fun little game with you where we have a bunch of questions we're going to ask and you're going to choose who from your cast would be the answer, but it's not that stressful. So don't worry about it. (laughs) So, well, it's always stressful. If you guys came up with a question and then I got to pick somebody from my cast, y'all trying to make me not have friends. That's true. All right. Who would you take motherhood advice from? Motherhood? I would say Simone because I would definitely say Simone because she has two boys and our boys are very similar. They have very similar characteristics. You know, it's almost like they they're stair steppers. They basically her son, her son, Michael, is very similar to my son, Avery, and her oldest son, Miles, is very similar to my son, Ashton. So definitely Simone. I love uh, seeing all the kids on the show makes me happy, but I feel like yeah. the, the boys really are great. Okay. You, you have a famous two story <laughs> closet, but if you, if you had to choose whose closet would you raid? Uh, definitely Jackie's me and Jackie have very similar tastes. And so I'm sure Jackie, I could find some things that I could definitely take snatch all day. Okay. And I would choose yours. Um, who would you want to plan your next vacation? Who would I let plan my next vacation or choose just, yeah, let. Yeah. And they don't have to, they don't have to come on the trip. You can, they just make the arrangements. <laughs> oh God. None of these women know how to plan a vacation. My God. Oh God. That's a fun add on Dylan to not have that, to have them plan it, but to not have to come on the trip is a little, that's fun. I mean, I will say this. Okay. Jackie's bougie. So she's not going to stay anywhere ghetto. So I wouldn't mind her planning a place where we could stay, but I don't know if she knows how to have any fun. <laughs> okay. So, so we have, we have like a desk, the destination planner and like the group and then like the event coordinator of the trip. Right. So I think like Simone would be the event coordinator, her and Cecil. They definitely know like where to go to eat, how to hang out. But not the hotel. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. But not the hotel. No. Not the whole show or transportation. And not the boat. Absolutely not. Simone S- Simone does not get to book the boat. That is for sure. <laughs> and definitely not the transportation to and fro. No. Well, Jackie better come through with this hotel then. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Who would you want to cook dinner for you? Besides my husband? Yes. It can't be in your house. Um, Anila's <laughs> husband. Oh, okay. Very good. Who would you take relationship advice from? Uh, so far, Simone and Cecil have been doing very well lately. They, their relationship one eighty was. Honey, they are they back with they are they are back with a vengeance. Yes. Okay. Okay. That that reunion where they went in getting divorced and went out fixing it was just. I mean, you know what I'm telling you? It's it's almost like when your when your spirit tells you to move. Because I, I, what you got, um, it was almost like they were like, come on, we need to start back. We need to start back. Toya, go to your seat. It was like something in me told me, I'm not going to my seat. I'm not moving. 
they they need to finish talking. And I just, I couldn't. And I was like, Simone, you're going to work it out. Because it was like, it, for me, I knew that they, they still loved each other and that they just did not want it to end. And I was like, we're going we're gonna to fix it. We're going to fix it. So it was, yes. Yeah. They did. Wow. <laughs> okay. Who would you let decorate your house? Well, you know, honestly, none of them. I just feel like they, I feel like they all have a little bit of their house, a little bit of my house in theirs. I'm sorry. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Which cast member from another show on Bravo would you want to join the Married to Medicine cast? Oh, yes. The doctor on Dallas. The Dallas Housewives. Oh, yes. Tiffany baby. Moon. She is yeah. I love her. She is ready for us. Come on over, baby. Yes, honey. Okay. That would, honestly, I'm down for that crossover too. How'd she end up there? It's because we don't have a house. We don't have a Married to Medicine Dallas. But let's believe. No, but I was just, yeah, I was just going to say you guys would probably treat her a lot nicer than her current cast does. Baby, she was made for Married to Medicine Dallas. She is amazing. Her kids too. Okay, let's let's get that going. Toya, this has been so fun. Thank you for joining us. Everyone, don't forget to watch Married to Medicine on Sunday nights on Bravo. Uh, I think it's going to yeah, be a great season. You, oh, I can't, I'm telling you, I can't wait to watch the next couple of episodes, but the ones I have watched, amazing. And when this pandemic is over, we are coming over and going swimming in your pool. Yes, it's ready for you, honey. It's very adult zen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Toya. (laughs) Thank you. See you later. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Betches.